Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibble. And I'm Ethan Sereski. And four months ago, when we recorded this, we stood with Ukraine. We probably still do, but you never know with these things. Yeah, and have you seen how many of those dudes in their military are Nazis? Yeah, they've got that that whole battalion of Nazis that's kind of folded into the military. You know, that scares me. Yeah, it's... I'm, I'm, I mean, but I hope everybody... I just hope the fighting ends soon. Uh, anyway... I hope the Nazis die. I mean, yeah, I hope... Or I hope they really learn something about humanity in the course of this and change their ways. Yeah. Uh, so... Anyway... We're a monster comedy podcast. Ethan, why don't you hit him up with the premise? Well, normally the premise is I have a microphone, but today I'm talking into my computer because my microphone's broken, my earphones are broken, and my throat hurts, as you can tell. Uh, This podcast is cursed today. Yeah, real weird vibe today. Yeah, no, it's, it's eerie. Also, the program we record on wouldn't open today. Yeah, and I've had a false start like four times where I just was like, hello! And Ethan was like, I have a recording error. It's like, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, no, it's it's really haunted in here right now. But as always on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, me this week, has done extensive research on a ghost, ghoul, goblin, or demon. In fact, this week, it's the Kasai Rex from the Congo. And the other one of us, the Shibble, has done absolutely no research and has really just lounged around all week waiting for today. It's true. Man, it was great. I put my feet up. I started playing some Elden Ring. Just great stuff. Elder Ring? Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden Ring. He played for the Lakers. He sure did. Elden Campbell. Yes. But how many rings did they get him? A bunch. (laughs) <laughs> that's why they called him Elden Ring. <laughs> that's the story I'm sticking with. So, Cassi Rex, huh? <laughs> Cassi Rex, that's right, Shibble. And I, I, I want to I open things up with something new, something different that we don't normally do. Okay. I want to, to ask you, mm-hmm. when I say Cassi Rex mm-hmm. from the Congo, what do you picture in your mind's eye? In my mind's eye, I recognize Rex from the Latin meaning king. So, oh, you're so fucking smart. Thank you. And it's got just a, so it's a noble sort of beast. Uh, and from the Congo, I'm going to picture some sort of sub-Saharan uh, uh, jungle creature, maybe something of the plains, maybe a... Uh, uh, Maybe a lion that is the king of lions, and he wears a cape, and he has a spear, and he's awesome. Seems redundant, because the lion's already the king of the jungle. Yeah, but this is the king of kings. That's why he's also Jesus Christ. <laughs> How's that for a cryptid? That would be amazing. <laughs> Tell me that I'm right. <laughs> 
Cosirex is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Show over. Yes, the King of Lions. Jesus Christ. He's the King He's of Lions. He's 20 feet tall. He has the head of a lion. <laughs> the body of a man. And a crown of thorns. Yeah, and he died for your sins. Yeah. And he and and do you know what the cross said on top? Uh uh Inri, but I don't King remember. of the Jews. Yep. Yeah, so they say. So Rex. Yeah, so there we go. End of episode. I guessed it. I got it in one. That never happened before. What do you really think the Kasai Rex is? I honestly I'm sticking with giant lion king. Maybe not also okay. Jesus Christ. But, right. No, that's what I meant. But, so it's not but maybe it's not it Jesus. Is also Jesus Christ. Like maybe it's both. Well, in the omen there was a a big um symbolism with Jesus and lions. Yeah. The yeah, lion of classic. Judah. Mm-hmm. The lion of Judah thing, right? Yeah. They are classic iconography. Yeah, well you're wrong. Okay. Well that's too you bad. Wanna take another shot awesome. or no? No, no, no. I'm not going to be able to top that. Okay, well, well, yeah, that's, a, that's true. Jesus Christ as a guest, you can't really top. Um, I don't know how you got there, but you got there. I did. Uh, I, I'm actually going to explain this to you in a way that you can understand. Oh, narrative fiction. Oh, you knew. I, it's because I know how well you know me. I do know you, and I know our audience, and I know that all of us learn best via narrative fiction. So what I've done for this episode about the Kasai Rex from the Congo is I've prepared a narrative fiction story, an original that I've written myself. Mm-hmm. However, due to the condition of my throat that you can hear, I'm going to have Shibble cold read it, not having read it at all before, and uh, he'll stumble over stuff. It'll be fun for everyone. Yeah, you, you've if you've listened to our last two episodes, we've been trying that a little bit lately. We're going to give it one more go f- just to give Ethan's voice a rest. So, if everybody's ready, it's story time. It's story... <clears throat> Hold on, I need to take a tip or <laughs> I'll sing it. It's story time. It's story time. Story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. Story time. Wow. You finish your breakfast of beets and dry tang. I begin writing your advertisement looking for a gun bearer in a Rhodesian Herald. You are the famed hunter and scientist on the search for truth, and your travels have led you to your current African research. Apparently, there's a mysterious creature called the Makole Mbembe living in the Congo, and it's causing quite a stir, which, incidentally, could be easily made into a Lloyd Banks punchline. You just uh, spit a line that rhymes with her, and they did a syllable really hard, then do a smile. I'm like a spoon in a hurricane, causing quite a stir. Really, any saying could be made into a Lloyd Banks punchline that way. Uncle Monster makes headlines, like pillows made of corduroy. Get it? It's fun. But you, Rudyard Shibling, digress. Uh, hey everybody. Chris here. 
the story that Ethan wrote ended up being kind of uh, incredibly long and shockingly ableist. Uh, my wife is uh, disabled, so I really don't like putting my voice or or name on that kind of stuff. Uh, ended up being pretty pissed off about it. Uh, so I ended up cutting the whole story. Take that. Uh, we'll see if uh, Ethan notices I'll post on uh, the socials. This will be a good way to check to make sure that he's actually listening to the episodes. Uh, oh, and uh, anyway, uh, Kasai Rex turns out to be uh, some sort of T-Rex. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, that was that was well done. You hated it? I hated lots of it. I hated a large part of it. It really bummed me out in the middle there. Wh- which part bummed you out? Uh, I think the uh, ableism. Oh, that was my hatred for one guy. So I took his disability and I used it to hurt his feelings. That also hurts a lot of other people's feelings. Right. I hope they don't hear it. Well... I mean, let's just not do something that we're ashamed of then, eh? (laughs) (laughs) You could take out the Madison... I mean, is it that bad? Is is it that bad? It's kind of bad. Which part was the worst? Uh, I'm going to say when you said he was incapable of enjoying sex because he couldn't feel his penis. I feel like that's something that disabled He's No, no, no. He sexually with. harassed women in college. That's not one. Then you can say that instead of talking about how he can't use his penis and it makes sense. Okay, sexual. all right, yeah. I'll take that line out. Good point. Oh, we're recording this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Shibble. Did so you the enjoy Cassi Rex, eh? The Cassi Did you enjoy story time? No! <laughs> but you got through it, didn't you? Yeah, we made it. We're here. Yeah, that's... There's gonna be a lot of bleeps. That's how I'm just gonna handle it. It was a better story before the editing, everyone. I'll just tell you that. It was definitely worse, and I got real mad at one point. <laughs> did you get mad at me? I was, I was just real mad at the situation. Anyway, oh, okay. Tell me, so, it's a giant giant T-Rex that lives in the Congo. It is. (laughs) Let me, can I start off, like, with, like, a little, like, uh, opening? Yeah, yeah, let's get started. 22 minutes. The great Tyrannosaurus. Well, you yelled at me for 12 minutes. (laughs) The great Tyrannosaurus, the most feared member of the dinosaur kingdom, Mm. to think that this creature of such sheer terror could possibly still be alive today simply baffles the human mind. Could a living Tyrannosaurus really be alive today? Is it scientifically possible? Well, in the heart of Africa, to the amazement of many, there have been reported sightings of a Tyrannosaurus. This creature is the Kasai Rex of the Congo. It's real, Shivel. Yeah, I believe that 100%. Yeah, it's a giant theropod cryptid from the DRC in Africa awesome this is awesome this is a great pick yeah i mean it's it's a freaking t-rex i can't fucking wait for fight night 
Oh my god, this is going to be an all-timer. It's said to be like a surviving species of a theropod, such as a Tyrannosaurus or even a Gigantosaurus. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, there's... It wouldn't make sense because, you know, there'd be apex predators. You wouldn't need a lot of them. They'd probably be kind of, like, inbred and fucked up, but... (laughs) He's also inbred and fucked up. (laughs) That's going to be part of my headcanon. Yeah. He he plays the banjo and greets the citygoers. He's been depicted as a species of gigantic monitor lizard as well. Oh, shit. Awesome. And also, it's a species of gigantic bipedal terrestrial crocodile. Oh, shit. That, that's the fucking dude right there. That's Killer Croc. Yeah, I love that vibe. I'm imagining more like Wally Gator. <laughs> I'm imagining more Killer Croc, but with the attitude of Wally Gator. Yeah, perfect. I love this guy. Yeah, Kasai Rex um, inhabits the Kasai Savannah. Okay. And according to uh, the uh, first person who ever saw him, John Johnson or Johansson, we're not sure. Okay. Uh, the 43-foot-long creature was a T-Rex. All right. He described that it was reddish-brown with blackish-colored stripes, long snout with numerous sharp teeth. Uh, he, he actually gave... The description of the thick legs that reminded him of a lion. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, they'd have to be similarly powerful. Yeah, built for speed, right? Yeah. And, right, and Maverick? Damn right. I feel that need. What? What's the other guy's name? Goose. In that mo- you got a goose. Thanks, Maverick. Thank you for making me Maverick. Yeah, no one ever makes the other person Maverick, and I thought it... It was only right after I made you read that story time. <laughs> that was really giving. I really appreciated that. Thank you. You're welcome. I, th- I said thank you and you're welcome. <laughs> Do you want to go... <clears throat> God damn it. How about a sip of something? Yeah. I want you to take a sip and why don't we uh, get some facts? You got some facts for me this week? I do. And um, Do you want to like... email me the facts so you don't have to read them? Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> yes, these are especially short facts, so we're going to do three blocks of four. So, Shibble, why don't you start us off with some dinosaur facts? A dinosaur called the Pegomastax is one of the weirdest dinosaurs known. Described as a cross between a parrot and a porcupine, <laughs> it has a beak with teeth that sharpen themselves against each other. Like a pair of self-sharpening scissors. Fuck, what those, a weirdo. It would really fuck you up, though. A parrot porcupine? Sharpest. Yeah. Oh, you know what else has uh, teeth that sharpens against themselves? is uh, Rats. Rats have teeth like that. So imagine just like a whole maw of rat teeth. If you, had, if you were a parrot with porcupine quills, wouldn't you stab yourself every time you flapped? Uh... God, is that a riddle? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Uh, uh, no, that's that sounds like a Zen cone. I can't figure that one out. Fact number two. In the 1993 movie Jurassic Park, there's only 15 minutes of actual dinosaur footage, six minutes of CGI, and nine minutes of animatronics. 
It's that weird. Movie is so good. Jurassic but only Park 15 minutes of dinosaur footage. How, who would have guessed? But it's so effective. It is, that's why it's effective, because they don't give it to you the whole time. You're waiting for it. Yeah, and that way, like, they can really concentrate on making those scenes look good. And they, that's why it still looks so good to this day. Yeah, if they had used that level of CGI... First of all, it wouldn't have been tenable to pay for that amount of CGI throughout the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. Instead, it's better to concentrate it in, like, a few good moments rather than, like, having a dinosaur in every scene, like, walking around, like, that's our dinosaur friend. Like, no, <laughs> that's not worth it. You mean Jar Jar Banks is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's our dinosaur friend, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Fact number three, in 2015, scientists discovered a new dinosaur species. They nicknamed it Hellboy, because its stubby horns above its eyes looked like the comic character of the same name. You like Hellboy? You read any Hellboy? I like the dinosaur Hellboy. Uh, I like the comic book Hellboy. It's pretty good. I, I like Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's great. Oh, my God. What a face on him. What a pun him. Oh, God. And... You never watch the old Beauty and the Beast TV show? No, I wasn't aware there was one. Oh my god, yes, where he played the Beast. You never saw that? Did it's... they have makeup or no? Yeah, and he's it's the most romantic fucking show you'll ever see in your life. Those two love each other so fucking hard. It's so intense. Who's the like girl? Just... Linda Hamilton. Oh my god, what a weird casting thing. Watch, we're gonna, we're gonna watch the trailer. No, 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 that's too far. We need to get, but we need to get to the cast Irex. Later, you and I are gonna watch this. Okay. While many people think dinosaurs were massive, dinosaurs were usually human-sized or smaller. Scientists believe that the larger bones were just easier to be fossilized. Interesting. Yeah, lots of dinosaurs we'll never know about because their bones were completely destroyed. <laughs> You hate death. <laughs> Someday that'll be us. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what that means to me. When I hear that, I'm so self-centered. I'm like, I am meaningless. So, the Cassi Rex. Let's talk about the sightings of the of of the yes. Cassi Rex. Yes, give me the deets. Well, there's been uh, the first detailed report by a plantation owner, John Johnson. Mm. Which Paul is not is a, a made-up name. the profession, plantation owner. That's well, something you like to hear. What are you trying to say? Why? Why do you? Why can you disparage plantation owners, and I can't disparage Madison Cawthorn? Figure it out. Plantation owners, <laughs> historical figures, slave owners, Madison Cawthorn, current. Wishes he was a slave owner. Can't figure it out. Sorry. You can't do it because in that way, where you're making fun of him for being disabled because there's nothing wrong with being disabled. Oh, that's right. I agree. Yes, so don't do that. Uh, no, I won't. But if he died, would you be sad? I don't think so. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, I mean, John I certainly wouldn't fucking care. <laughs> As the report goes, Mr. John Johnson, real name, of course, and his African servant, 
I find it strange that he would be a plantation owner with an African servant. Yes, it's... Mm, this guy, okay. They were traveling through a swampy marsh in the Kasai Valley of the Congo mm. in 1932. Oh, it's a little late for a plantation little, owner. Yeah, and 30, but okay, Kasai region, so that's where we get the name Kasai Rex. There you go. Abruptly, they came upon a rhinoceros, and being cautious not to disturb it, attempted to pass it without detection. Mm. Suddenly, they were surprised by a 42-foot-long lizard creature rushing out of the undergrowth and attacking the rhino. Oh, shit. The creature began to feed on the dead rhino, which it killed. The African servant fled in panic. While the Swede nearly fainted, falling to the ground. That's a Swede for you. When he awoke, he found the creature still feeding (laughs) and had the opportunity to carefully observe it. Now, Swedish uh, shibble, John John Johnson, please. Yes. What can I do for you? Can you tell me what happened when you found the creature still feeding? Uh, Hang on, I need to, I guess, go back to my... uh... Uh, here we are. It was a large beast, at least 12 to 13 meters long. It was reddish in coloration, with blackish colored stripes going down. Its legs were thick. <laughs> it reminded me of a lion built for speed. It had the longest snout and the numerous teeth. It gorged itself on the rhinoceros, which twitched to steal the life in it. After the creature had eaten its fill, it returned to the jungle slowly, its belly full of flesh. (laughs) (laughs) I like your Swedish. So there's another sighting. Uh, Shortly after, in 1932, there was an expedition, uh, you know, because there's this big thing, you know. I mean, what is it? You know, so... Grobler, a mm. noted uh, hunter and, uh, you know, science, you know, whatever. He, Just he, one name, Grobler? Uh, like Madonna? His full name was uh, Grobler. <laughs> all right, just Grobler. Oh, my God, I just scanned all the way to the bottom, and the other article calls him Grobler as well. So, yes, Grobler. <laughs> this guy um, rules. So, Grobler... Um, <laughs> Robler. Gro- <laughs> he's German. Um, I'm guessing from his name. So, uh, Grobler, can you recount <laughs> what happened uh, on your shooting trip? On February 16th, I went on a shooting trip accompanied by my gun bearer. I had only a Winchester for small game, not expecting anything big. At 2 p.m., I had reached the Kasai Valley. No game was in sight. About 50 yards away from them, I saw something incredible. A monster about 16 yards in length, with a lizard's head and tail. I closed my eyes and reopened them. There could be... No doubt about it. The animal was still there. My boy cowered in the grass, whimpering. 
I was shaken by the hunting fever. My teeth rattled with fear. You can skip to the bottom paragraph. On the way, we traversed the swamp. There, in the swamp, the huge lizard appeared once more, tearing flesh from a dead rhino. (laughs) It was covered in gore. (laughs) I was only about 25 yards away. It was simply terrifying. The boy had taken French leave, carrying the rifle with him. I could hear the crunching of rhino bones in the lizard's mouth. Just as I clicked, it jumped into deep water. The animal's phenomenally rapid motion was the most awe-inspiring thing I had ever seen. For eight days, I lay in a fever, unconscious nearly all the time. So that's a strange story, but that that is Grobler's story. <laughs> Grobler is amazing. I definitely am going to be writing a story about Grobler at some point. My teeth rattled with fear. <laughs> My boy had taken French, French leave. leave. <laughs> Nice little dig there on the frogs. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Just out of yeah, left just, field. That's, took... that's how you can tell he's German. Yeah, that, that's how <laughs> If it wasn't confirmed before, Grobler is German. Um, sighting number three. Five hunters went to the Kasai Valley to hunt Rex, uh, which they thought was a giant, you know, upright crocodile. Mm. And they wanted to sell the skin and teeth. Okay. I mean, like, why not just look for a bunch of little crocodiles? Nah, save yourself some trouble. Just get the big guy. Yeah, I'm sure that's easy. His teeth are also going to be, like, super big, so they'll be worth more. I I guess. they got more tooth in them. Yeah, or or he might kill you. Yeah, but, I mean, you're pretty tough. I mean, you're Carl Hagenbeck, famed animal collector. What? Is that the story that you gave me? That's the next one? No. No. That was the next story in the email that you gave me. I thought that's what you were leading me to. Oh, no, no. I was just telling you. Um, the five hunters <laughs> saw a reddish tail sink into a lake and thought it was an anaconda. Mm. And they, they readied their weapons and um, got tail whipped mm. by the tail and knocked into the water. Oh, jeez. Started shooting but saw nothing. Uh, the one guy had a broken arm, tried to reach for his companions, and um, the ho- the hunters ran, hid under a rock, and escaped later. All right. Give so th- they yeah they made it out, but they saw they saw the reddish tail with the stripes. Mm. Yeah, that does check out. Um. Then of course we have Robert Henderson. Hmm who was the expert zoologist who had over a hundred animal heads he had hunted. Jeez, a zoologist, huh? What a big asshole. Yeah, that is too many wild animals to have killed, in my opinion. And call himself a zoologist. Yeah. Can't you tell how much I love animals? I'm an animal murderer, is your title. Yeah, you're more of a serial killer. Yeah, you're, you're an animal serial killer. Um, he disappeared after the sixth day of his hunting expedition. Mm. 
So a group of five soldiers was sent to find him, uh, Big Robert. They found a massacre. Of, mm. uh, uh, ten meters around, there were pieces of him and his companions, limbs and heads everywhere, some crushed and with torn flesh. Mm. The remains were mixed up so much it was impossible to tell who was who. Mm. Of Robert, it was only fa- uh, it was only found a forearm with the hand. Oh man, that's all. That's Robert's hand. I'd know that hand anywhere. It probably had a watch. He touched my face. <laughs> Maybe he had his nails done, or had a watch, or some yeah, other it's a, it's a distinctive birthmark. Yeah. An ugly wrist bone. Yeah, just a, a cool tattoo that says uh, hunt across <laughs> the knuckles of his hand. Or it just has like a bunch of heads of animals going around his wrist. Yeah. Or yeah, just there's like an animal head with an X on it. I know there's a bunch yeah. of those on his arm. Or a bunch That's of like one. a puppy, a cat, you know, a bunch of yeah, things with targets on them. Yeah. Yeah. That would that'd be a cool tattoo for him. Um, so... Two photographs exist. Okay. They they were purportedly taken on the first two sightings, the uh, you know the thirty the nineteen thirty two sightings. Okay. And uh, however, they exhibit radical differences. Mm. One shows it could be two different creatures. Uh, yes. One shows a creature resembling a large monitor lizard. Okay. Um, and the other one looks like a rhino okay those are two pretty different things oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry i i i messed that up the rhino is being attacked by the monitor the other photograph depicts a tyrannosaurus creature eating a rhino okay so they're both preying on rhino which is pretty impressive right either way there's some big fucking thing out there that's that's just choosing rhinoceros as its course of choice. And rhinoceros, like, they're not just big, they're mean. Yeah, and that horn will fuck you right up. And they know how to use it. Like, they're, they're, they're aggressive yeah. animals. Yeah. Like, a hippo- what would you rather fight, a hippopotamus or a rhinoceros? I think rhinoceros. I, I think rhinoceros, too. A hippo is awful. Yeah, a hippo is those fucking teeth will just grind you to shit. Instantly. I don't want to be ground. Yeah. Just like plunging a fucking garden steak into your chest. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't want that. Um, so, famed animal collector, Carl... Animal collector? <laughs> that sounds like another animal murderer. Yes. Uh, famed psychopath. They're dead, right? The animals he collects? <laughs> I imagine. Okay, so but he's not running. Not. It could be like, I own a zoo. Yeah, I just, yeah. I have a bunch of wild animals that I keep in cages. He's like Matt Damon. I've got uh, ten different types of tortoises. <laughs> These are my snakes. Come in here, we've got the butterfly room. More likely, everything's dead. Uh, yeah. He was the first to mention the creature ever back mm. in 1909. Okay. And he was Brit. He was uh, British. Shibble. Uh, if you could please give me some Carl Hagen back, talking right. about the Chipekwe, which is what he called it. 
Some years ago, I received reports from two quite distinct sources of the existence of an immense and wholly unknown animal in the Congo. The natives have told me that in the depths of the great swamps there dwelt a huge monster, half elephant, half dragon. This, however, is not the only evidence for the existence of the animal. Now it is several decades ago since Manges, who is, of course, perfectly reliable, <laughs> heard a precisely similar story from the Negroes, and still more remarkable, on the walls of a certain caverns in Central Africa there are to be found actual drawings of this strange creature. And they furnished the Chapeque's native name in 1910. Uh, unfortunately, they thought this was just a fable and did not pursue any further inquiries. Mm. But now, Hagenbach said, I'm convinced it was some kind of Saurian. Yeah, definitely. I agree 100%. Sorry. Now, um, the, the Kasai Rex has a cousin who we learned about called the Mokele Mbembe. Yes, from our uh, special episode last season, as I recall. No, from the story. Oh, from the story? Did we not also do an episode about the Macaulay and Bebe? Nope. Oh, all right. I must be going crazy. I it's one of those days. Columnular tooth. That was uh, Pishtaco. Oh, yeah. They did have a columnular tooth. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just a water-dwelling entity that could be a spirit, could be a creature, one who stops the flow of rivers. It's a herbivore, smooth skin, long neck, single columnar tooth, said to be a horn. Not much more about it. And then there's the Emila Ntuka, which is an elephant-sized cryptid that lives in the Congo, another cryptid cousin. Feared mm. by natives as the elephant killer. It is ferocious and kills anything it encounters. Um, it's about the size of a bush elephant, 11 feet tall, and 7 tons, and brownish to gray in color. Oof, big boy. It, it also makes a little vocalization described as a snort or a oh. little rumble growl. It's very cute. What a treat. Shibble, can you give me some uh, some more dinosaur facts, would you mind? Oh, no, I'd love to do some dinosaur facts. Dinosaurs dominated Earth for over 165 million years. Humans have been around for only 2 million years. Do you think God oh. loves us more? Oh, I hope he does. But they were no around so much it. longer. They were around so much longer. Don't you think he was so attached to them? No, I bet, you know, he was probably like this. They were like a placeholder. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. It's going to take me a long time to get people right. I'm going to keep working on it. So That's you a good point. So just hold down the fort. To get no people one. right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, look at us now. Yeah, yeah, you got him. Got him. Got him. Perfect. He nailed it. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> no one knows exactly how long a dinosaur's lifespan was. Some scientists speculate that di some dinosaurs lived for as long as two hundred years. Wow. Wow. Imagine what a dinosaur would see in two hundred years. The same thing that is on the first day. The could tell. It would tell the same stories every day. It didn't do anything different. Yeah, Man, I ate some great leaves today. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that leaf I was having. 
boy, what a leaf. The Raptors would be like, I communicated with all of my friends and we hunted together. Yeah, we had a great day. Another great day. <laughs> Time to go to bed. <laughs> Mary Anning of 1799 to 1847 was one of the most famous of all fossil hunters. However, she was never taken as seriously as she should have been because she was a woman from a poor background, whereas most scientists were men from wealthy families. I watched a movie about that lady, I think. I think everyone should know her name, Mary Anning, because she she's not mentioned in the Bone Wars or any of that stuff, but she's one of the greatest of all fossil hunters, Mary Anning. What was the movie that I saw? Give me two seconds. I, I almost made a bad joke. Oh. Are you looking it up? Yeah, it was called Ammonite. And it was a, uh, I believe, a lesbian romance. About her? Yeah, it was good. Did it have anything to do with dinosaurs? Uh, Yeah, I mean, she also was digging up fossils. Oh, okay, yeah. I I would hope they would include some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's the setting, but the main story is a lesbian romance. Well, yeah, it's a love story. I would assume yeah. that would be the main story, but I would hope they also would yeah, include it, something about her profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so people are watching it for being like, boy, I can't wait for this dinosaur plot line to take off. Yeah, I mean, really she is Mary Anning. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's part of it, but that's not the main thing. Anyway. Gotcha. Tyrannosaurus Rex ate up to 22 tons of meat a year. It had a jagged teeth six inches long it couldn't chew so it swallowed its food in large chunks like me and me yeah boy i love just a large chunk maybe i can get chinese food tonight i wish i could order food but nicole won't let me oh well i'm sure she has your best interests at heart yes i'm on a diet uh yeah well yeah yeah i know that you're insecure about your weight and that's you know no, it's not that I'm insecure. It's that I've noticed that I'm fat. So, do we have <laughs> any more about the Cassi Rex? Uh, let me see here. No, actually, that that is the end of our look at our living dinosaur of the Congo, the Cassi Rex. Well, then, i got to tell you, this whole situation, this guy sounds pretty crazy, but can it love... A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. So romantic. And this might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it love? I say yes, Shibble. Expand on that. I think no. <clears throat> All right, no. you don't need to defend. No, that. I. You know what? It. 
I think that the uh, Kasai Rex is the last dinosaur. The last one. Yeah, and he and, and no. being the last one has a downside because it's got to be awful lonely, Shibble. Yeah. Boy, you can have all of the hippopotamus and elephant meat you want, but on Saturday night, if there's no one to smoke weed and cuddle and watch 90 Day Fiance with, then what does it really add up to? Boy, you said a mouthful. Boy, the poor Cassi Rex. He's sad. We need to go out and we need to find him and we need to clone him a wife. Scientists. Or find him something that he's sexually compatible with. Yes. Like Like they did with those rare turtles. What? Like they did with those rare turtles in the Galapagos. They found something they were sexually compatible with? Yeah, they found a turtle from like an adjacent island that was like close enough. Oh. So they're having like almost Galapagos turtles? Yeah, they're having, well, they're like lots of different types of turtles in the Galapagos. So they just found like one, a different Galapagos one that was like close enough. Oh, I like that. Good. Keep them going. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them. Do you think in love or no? I think so. I think I'm going to say because we've seen them have like slightly different appearances, right? Maybe. Those are gender differentiations, like we see species. Maybe there's a little clutch. Maybe there's a little hidden family. And because we know they can live to be very old, they don't need to breed very often. So maybe that'll cut down on some generational problems. Maybe they survived whatever cataclysmic event killed off the rest of the dinosaurs somehow. Because they were hugging. Because they loved each other so much. Because, yeah, they have a close-knit family unit that keeps close to a very specific area. Maybe they were living in some sort of underground thermal cave for several generations. That's right. That must and they were hugging too when the big bang came. And yeah. in in the cave combined with the love of their hug like like when Harry Potter's curse protected them. Yes, like Harry Potter. <laughs> What's your first date with Cosirex? Oh, man, we're going to go see Harry Potter at the drive-in. Oh, Because well, I know definitely. the Cassi Rex likes the outdoors. So I think the drive-in's perfect. Because he likes the outdoors? <laughs> yeah, so we could be out under the stars. He's not going to fit in a car? No, but he'll stand next to my car. He's going to scare everyone. No one can see over him. I'm not embarrassed to be seen with him, if that's what you mean. No, I'm just saying people can't see over him to see we'll themselves. We'll sit in the back. Oh, okay. Oh, so now you're embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed, but I don't want to be rude, and he can see just fine. Can you? Yeah. I've um, seen it before. I just my, want to spend time with Cassi Rex. Maybe my first, a little smooch. My first date would be at a zoo. Okay. Wouldn't you be worried about the predatorial instinct perhaps near the rhino exhibit no that's why i'd go there i would i would like go look at the reptile stuff and he could he could just go to town okay okay so you'd sort of split off and do your own thing and meet up and get back together meet up and go to the arcade there you go that'd be fun yeah he'd be drenched in in rhinoceros blood (laughs) so shibble so yeah (laughs) jenny fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) The important question. That sounds crazy, but can't fuck. 
Uh, I think that's a dumb question. I mean, just look at him. That dinosaur penis. I bet it's longer than the arm. The T-Rex arms? Boy, you know, I don't know a lot about lizard penises. I do. Or dinosaur penises. I actually know that paleontologists believe a Tyrannosaurus rex male reproductive organ might have been up to 12 feet in length. Holy shit. And its arms definitely were not 12 feet in length. Holy shit. That is a big penis. That's that's almost two shacks. That is, I'm going to say, a lot of penis. <laughs> that is a lot of penis. Tyrannosaurus has, Tyrannosaurus has big penis. Tyrannosaurus has one big penis, allegedly. It has, it, has, it has big penis. Yeah, it's got a big penis. That's a 12-foot long penis. That's a big penis. Which brings us to um, the reason that I think it can do the sex. Mm -hmm. Because I was convinced um, by Christy Sims. Okay. Who is Christy Sims, you ask? She's an erotic fiction writer. Okay. And she wrote something called Taken by the T-Rex. Do you not have that? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me see. Is that... You sent me like four emails with different things in them. Here. There we go. Uh, Taken by the T-Rex by Crispy Sins. It's just a summary. All right. Uh, Drin is her tribe's chief huntress. She lives for the thrill of the hunt. Can we just say that's a terrible first sentence? It's true. That's not very good. You're not off to a great start. Drin is her tribe's chief huntress. She lives for the thrill of the hunt. Men and sex hold no allure for her, as Drin has never found a partner to satisfy her. When a T-Rex descends upon her village, destroying it, Drin demands that the tribe's hunters go in search of the beast and slaughter it. Opting for safety instead of revenge, the tribe moves to a new location, hoping that the big beast won't follow them. It does. (laughs) Drin taunts the beast, giving her tribe's mates time to flee. As she runs, leading it through a gauntlet of traps, the thrill of the hunt soars through her blood, leaving her wet with desire. When the angry T-Rex corners the huntress in a box canyon, it seems more interested in her wet womanhood than in her flesh. Yeah, now tell me you can't do the sex. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that T-Rex can do the sex. Her wet womanhood? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely... It sounds like she is totally up for boning that Tyrannosaurus Rex. And so we can assume by association the Kasai Rex can also bone. I have a question. Out of everything you could write about, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what would inspire you to write that particular type of fan fiction? Would you have to have that fetish? I think it would help. If not that specific one, to have uh, a similar fetish. I mean, I feel like you could put yourself in that mindset, but I don't think you could lend it in an 
authenticity without being able to tap into the part of yourself that could find that to be erotic. Could you... Uh, like, could you find it erotic to read, not to read, but like to um, imagine being with not like like a T Rex, but like a an alien or like a monster or like, but a pretty one. Yeah, no, no, I I see what you mean. Yeah, I could find I could find that I could work with that. Yeah, I could too. Like it, it's like I, it's, it wouldn't be the main thing. No, but I'm it saying if I met like, an alien who is like pretty in a humanoid way but had like a thing coming off her head I'd be okay with it yeah as long as it wasn't like a gross thing yeah 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 not like an open sore like yeah a, a second smaller version of herself yeah <laughs> Klaatu yeah as long as it's not that <laughs> do you know what time it is I think it's fight night Fight! Ding, ding, ding! All right, who we got? We start. We with have Kasai Rex versus how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's? All right, so just to reiterate, Kasai Rex is essentially a ruddy red Tyrannosaurus Rex that is forty feet long from nose to tail, with black stripes. Black stripes, dagger-like <laughs> claws extending from short arms. Right. Okay, so with that long, I'm going to say this fucker's got to be at least 20 feet tall. These shacks are going to need some weapons. No, I think we have to do it without weapons. Okay, without weapons. Maybe, God, not even like fucking rocks, I'm going to say. Like you're going to, like just punching a dinosaur. But don't dinosaurs have hollow bones? They're, but they got to be strong enough to support a lot of weight. Those dudes are pretty big. Yeah, but Shaquille O'Neal, like, trying to break your bones? I mean, if they're hollow, no? I mean, I don't... First, I don't know if they are hollow. I don't either. You might be thinking of birds. No, birds definitely, but I don't know about... Aren't dinosaurs all avian? Some of them are, some of them aren't. I think Uh. the Tyrannosaur is one of the less avian ones. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm just gonna say, like twelve. I'm gonna say ten to twelve. I'm gonna say you're in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you're just like, gonna have and to, they like, would have to go swarm him. And, they would have to go all at the same time in full strength. Yeah, and recognize that a lot of them aren't gonna make it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kasai Rex versus a pack of raptors trained by Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, the actor, or his character? The actor. No, his <laughs> character. Yeah. Yeah, his, the actor. Trained by the actor. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, well, then... They'll still have their own natural instincts to go on. And if I remember right, the pack of raptors took down the... No, no, the T-Rex took down the raptor in Jurassic Park. And that's as good enough for me. I'm going to put it on uh, I'm gonna put it on the Cassi Rex. Cassi Rex versus a pack of raptors trained by Lauren Boebert. Okay, I'm still going to go with the Cassi Rex. 
Is it going to win by more or less? I mean, I feel like she's not going to be a factor. I feel like she might end up being horribly injured in her attempt to train <laughs> some velociraptors. Cause I think she has a skill set. Good enough. Uh, Kasai Rex versus us with elephant guns. Okay. In the setting of Jurassic World at Universal Park. Okay. Okay. God, I... I don't know how good I would be with a gun. An elephant gun, too. Those, I mean, they'll yeah, blow us back. that's going to knock my shoulder out. I'm going to have one shot with that, Tops. Me, too. Uh... And then, even with that, I don't know if that's enough to, like, take down a T-Rex or, or a Cassi Rex or just, like, wounded enough so that it would die eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to say he's got us. All right. Cassi Rex versus Godzilla's teenage daughter. Uh, Gadzuki? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on Gadzuki because the atomic breath. Cassirex versus Mike Lindell in a debate with a translator for the dinosaur. Okay. Um, I'm going to say we haven't had much signs of sentience in the Cassirex above animal level, but we haven't had that from Mike Lindell either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to, at least the translator will be able to maybe convey thoughts clearly since they'd probably have to be conveying on a different linguistic level. Yeah, I'm going to put this one on the Cassi Rex. You are correct. Cassi Rex versus Lost Eye Sex, the one-eyed raping dinosaur. Uh, I'm going to put this one. I'm not going to say that the rapist wins, so uh, Cassi Rex all the way. Cassi Rex versus Nellie Bly. Nellie Bly. You don't have to answer that one. Cassi Rex versus Kincaid from Nightmare 3 and Reggie from Phantasm. Oh, God, those two together, unstoppable. You know Reg is going to blow a big-ass hole in that dude's chest, and I'm going to assume Kincaid will have his dream strength and floor him. Last one, Cassi Rex versus King Kong if they were the same height and weight. Okay. Uh, I think Kong's strength is going to have to be... He's going to go to instinctually to a grappling game. Yep. And I think that's going to be his mistake because that's going to be keeping him in biting territory, which is exactly where Cassi Rex wants him. Mm. He's going to pull him in close, and Cassi Rex is going to bite the shit out of his, like, shoulders. Oh, God. Just, like, ripping out his trapezius muscles <laughs> before tearing into his throat. Cassi Rex for the win, baby! You love him in this fight night. You think he's a big... You In, in the season-ending one, he's a favorite. Oh, definitely. He's in the Kumite? High seed in the season three Kumite. He may be a number one seed. Yeah, he very well might be. We'll see what else is coming down the pike this season. But I think, like, he's going to beat... I don't know. Next week, I'm doing Cupid. Uh, yeah! <laughs> Star Jelly? <laughs> so, well, Star Jelly was last season. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure he could take down Star Jelly. Yeah. And Cupid. Um, Hey, Shibby, could you announce and give to me my last dinosaur facts? Dinosaur facts. Here we are. The last one. In the 1993 movie Jurassic Park... The sound of the T-Rex footsteps was the sound of cut sequoias crashing to the ground. That works. It's so effective. 
I used Redwoods in the story because I was too lazy to check that fact. That's fine. Uh, many of scientists, many scientists, believe that birds are dinosaurs, and therefore dinosaurs are not actually extinct. They're that dumb. Seems, yeah, that seems like a stretch. Now you're just playing word games. Yeah, really. That that's it's not that's... like if you if I told you like, hey man, you want to go see a dinosaur, and then I showed you a chicken, I'd be like, we shouldn't feel cheated. <laughs> oh my god, we should have a sideshow. Yeah. We could make a lot of money with the dinosaur. Oh, we could open Jurassic Park. Yeah. Come check it out. We got... And it's just a fucking uh, pigeons. It's an aviary. <laughs> yeah. Technically true. We could glue stuff to them. You cannot sue us. Oh, my God. That would be great, but we'll make it look like real Jurassic Park and we'll sell dinosaur stuff. We'll sell, like... We'll sell T-Rex teddy bears and stuff. And we'll, we'll only have birds. <laughs> and lizards. We might have a shark somewhere. Yeah, now imagine they're all mixed together. <laughs> we'll have an animatronic raptor somewhere. It'll be great. Yeah. The toothiest dinosaur was the Hadrosaurus. Could have over 1,000 teeth, and it continually grew new ones. Baba Booey. Isn't that weird? It just continually grew teeth. It is weird. What if, what if it didn't lose any? Oh, I imagine like old ones would just pop out and the new ones would grow underneath them like a constantly ejecting baby teeth. Yeah, a thousand cool. teeth? Like what? <laughs> and it's, that's too many teeth. Cut it back. I should have pulled up a picture of that. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Paleontologists are not perfect. That's what I'm always saying. Don't read their lit born and death dates. Uh, Gideon Mantell put Iguanodon's thumb claw on top of its nose. It stayed that way for 40 years. Edward Cope reconstructed Elasmosaurus, thin plate, with its head on the end of its tail. Until recently, Apatosaurus, or Brontosaurus, appeared in museums with the head of Camarasaurus. So, um, paleontologists are dummies. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Come off of your high horse, paleontologist. You're just as dumb as me. I'm as smart as any scientist. That's yeah. why I'm not taking no vaccine. God put dinosaurs here to test our faith. Those were dragons. We all know it. <laughs> Stop lying. Stop lying is all I'm asking you. I know, I know that I'm having trouble even thinking about getting some sleep tonight after after our discussion today. I know. This is horrifying, and that's why I need you. I need you before I soil myself. Tell me, is it real? Well, now that I know that you might soil yourself, I might wait. Please, I'm begging you. Have, when's the last time you soiled yourself? You know, I really can't recall. As a kid? It must have been. If you think of it, tell me. So, is it real? Um, yes, and... Um, Wait, is real? Is real? Check it, Bavakasha! Hey! Hey! Um, 
It's it's hard to say because yeah, well, I'm lying. It's a complete hoax. It's very excuse me. It's it's incredibly not real. No, no, you're lying. Yeah, no known species of tyrannosaurid was ever recorded in Africa ever. No, no known species. Yeah, right. The unknown Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, the Cassi Rex. Right, the Cassi Rexosaurus. Um, yeah, so we know of at least one. There's, oh, by the way, nowhere in any of the counts does it mention any sort of bipedalism. Well, it's okay. Grob- really me then. Grobler did call it a dinosaur, but that term was often used incorrectly uh, at the time and even today. Um, Grobler, come on, man. The author just repeats the mantra used by all dinosaur fans, how great it would be to discover a dinosaur and so forth, how, and how most of the Congo is unexplored. But um, um, monitor, monitor lizards match this description rather mm. well. Can and they take down a rhino? No, because those pictures are fake. Oh. Both pictures are incredibly fake. Oh. The first one of the monitor on the rock um, shows that the story wasn't even intended to be about a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, on a side note, it appears that most, if not all, of the things written about Kasai Rex come from cryptozoology.com. And uh, before it was banned, some person who kept on changing their name posted the same Kasai Rex stuff all o- again and again and again mm. to make it a thing. All right. Till- Do we know who that was? We should track them down, get them on the show. Yes, his name is K-Rex. I can't figure out what his real name yeah, what or could address. That, what, could the, what could the K stand for? I don't know, but he lives in Congo. Mm. And, he, and he types with three fingers on each hand. Dun, dun, dun. A search of the internet lo- not long ago on Google revealed 18 manifestations of Kasai Rex story. Uh, compared, compare this to other cryptids like Sasquatch, which has 88,000 versions of the story, Nessie, 98,000, and even lesser known ones like Octopus Giganteus, which has 500. Um, among those that mention it, most are skeptical. Um, and very few present it as if it were fact. Ugh, you're breaking my heart. I know, mine too. Um, it's been suggested it might be a a Tarbosaurus, a close relative to the Tyrannosaurus, but that wouldn't fit living there either. Um, it could have been more of a raptor kind of thing because of the way it killed the rhino in the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But, um, also, the hunter didn't expect to encounter something big, but there's an abundance of big game in the valley. That makes no sense. Um, he also claims that there are giant bull elephants in the jungle, yet there are only the smallest of elephants that live in that jungle area. Uh, also, uh, no other cryptid makes people go comatose for a week just from seeing the monster. Well, that we know of. Yeah, that we know of. And that's not even one of its, you know, things that it does. Um, There's also similarities between aspects of the first two stories. The single servant runs off, the creature eats a rhino, and the person faints. It's the same story. Yeah, very similar story. 
It is perhaps notable that of all the cryptids reported from Africa, Kasai Rex is the only one without a name in a local language. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Sounds like we made that one up. Yeah, well, maybe. Or maybe it's something more nefarious. Yeah, like Grobler. Yeah, maybe. No, no, really. Grobler. It does come back to Grobler. It's Grobler, just Grobler did it? Well, the second story, reported by a man named Grobler, we, they, they researched Grobler. He went on an expedition in the same area looking for a four-ton iguana called Chepecwe, which mm-hmm. he later gave that name to this animal. So that expedition was a failure. And then he gave the photo of the monster and the story to the press, representing the creature as the same animal he had been looking for before. He was like, look, it's a Chepecwe, you know, Kasai Rex, what I was looking for. And it was really just a picture of a monitor lizard. So it was a last-ditch effort for credit in discovery of any animal by, by Grobler. Grobler, you son of a gun. Yeah, and both both pictures that you find on the internet of the Kasai Rex are fake. All right, so no such thing as the Kasai Rex. But there is such a thing as the red light from Uncle Monster. Which we're getting right now. Thank you, Uncle. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're welcome. What a treat. (laughs) You're a treat, Uncle. How are you? My throat hurts, but I'd love to know what movie I should be watching until next time I get to see you. You should watch Tammy and the T-Rex. I love that movie. Shatter. And I think it's directed by David Dakota, maybe. I don't know. Brian Dakota? Anyway, it's on Shutter, and it's got Tammy and her friend (laughs) T-Rex. Hi! Oh, it's Uncle Monster 2. Are you sure you want to be doing this? Hey, guess what? What? I license my brother's act, and then I do it at nightclubs, and we both make money. Yeah, it's a win-win-win. It is a win all around. I want to suggest Cloverfield, because it also has a big dinosaur-like creature in it. And I want to suggest Oculus, because it has a mirror, and the mirror's evil. And it's, oh, jeez. It's scary. Well, <laughs> all right. I will watch the scary mirror movie. Yeah, Oculus it's called. And watch Cloverfield for the monster. That's the found footage one, right? The J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Great stuff. You never saw that? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us goof around and get through our weird vibe today. Yeah, yeah, today was a weird one, but I really enjoyed it. And I enjoy you, Shibble, and I enjoy you, audience. And we want to say thank you so much for uh, following us on our social media, on Twitter. And thank you for uh, following us on Instagram and for uh, rating us on Spotify. Did you know you can rate on Spotify now? Oh, I didn't and, know. Uh, on iTunes, leaving reviews, subscribing. And remember, you can always find us at Uncle Monster 6 on most social media. And on Twitter, you can find us at Uncle Monster Pod. Yes. And, uh, yeah. 
Anyway, until next time. <gasps> don't, don't get, get spooked. spooked.